think that I told you. What's that? Why do you all? What? Every. <laughs> yeah. Every time I look up uh-huh. to start this recording and I look back at you, you're always making a face. Yeah. That's just what I do. <laughs> I- it's, my face looks like this. No, it doesn't. It's just what it's just what it looks no. like. It's fine. No, you're you're making a face. Anyways, yeah. What were you asking me? I don't think I told you about the mattress thing. Maybe no. Did I tell? You? I didn't tell you about the me getting the mattress up to my apartment. No, you told me you got a mattress. All you told me was, or all you did was send me a picture of your new mattress. Oh, That's it. Oh my God! Listen to this bullshit. So, oh, I, no. I live on not the first floor. Okay. Correct. I remember very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking couch. I remember. Oh my god. So you guys did great. So <laughs> I ordered a new mattress because I'm embarrassed to say that the mattress is almost as old as I am, which I didn't. That's in- okay. I didn't intend for that to happen. Like that was like like when it was brought to my attention, it was appropriately addressed but i will 100 percent say that is a failure on my parents part um yes that was a fa- i would agree completely yeah that was a failure on my parents part my uh, mattress went my mattress expired when i was like a teenager they should have replaced it anyways yep um so <laughs> i invited my so my sister-in-law came up and that was a heckin good time a heckin good time hell yeah i don't think 15 out of 10 did i even talk about i don't think i talked about that on here no you didn't. You oh. told me about it, but you didn't talk about it on the podcast. There wasn't anything too eventful, um, other than like we ate a fuck ton of food, and we both at the end of it were like, or we didn't eat a fuck ton of food. We ate a lot of Korean pastries. Pre uh, the the shit, I can't remember the name of them. They're Korean pastries, and they're butter buttercream buttercream rolls, buttercream rolls. Oh, oh my that God. sounds delicious. Yeah, we had boba and all kinds of shit. So like, I took her to DC. Now she's trying to convince my brother to move up here because she loves it up here so much. Good, which I'm like, it's, it's great. Fairfax County is one of the best counties in all the U.S. And that's not that's that's a subjective fact. That is not me being biased. It's also both okay. me being biased and an objective fact. But <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. so after Interesting. after the trip, it went so well for her. She was like, I'm actually going to try and convince your brother to move up here. So they're coming back. Hell yeah. On in like two weeks. So we'll see how that goes. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Very so, soon. Yes. So anyways, um, so when she came over, I said, hey, I got to give you a heads up. I said, either you're going to want to sleep on the couch. I said, okay, you have two options. You're going to sleep on the couch or sleep on the bed. But the heads up is, is nobody likes to sleep in my bed. And I don't know why I like my bed. Mm-hmm. So she, she was like, well, well, because she's also like, neurodivergent right she's neuro like not neurotypical so she's like i like sleeping on the couch i'm like a fucking course you do so (laughs) she was like but i'll try your bed and she got on my bed and immediately went fuck no fuck no (laughs) and i was like what is wrong with my bed and she was like how old is your bed and that's what i realized oh shit it's really old it's really fucking old and that's gross so I mean, I kept well care of it. I had a mattress cover. I never slept yeah. on it. Like, I, kept... no, I mean, it was a really well taken care of mattress. Right. It was just really, really old. It was old. Yeah. And it needed to go. So she said that. I went, oh, fuck. So we went to a mattress store. And everyone knows how a fucking mattress store goes. It's like trying to buy a goddamn car being harassed by a salesman. And yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, it, it, I had to get on this. Fu- and I couldn't understand the guy. Oh, that's helpful. I couldn't understand anything he was saying. 
And I asked, I told Savannah before we went in, I was like, you need to be the quote unquote girlfriend, wife, partner, whatever, I don't give a fuck, that is like putting your foot down of no, this is not going to happen. And then like drag me out of the storage. And I was like, I just want to lay on the mattresses. I'm not going to fucking buy yeah. anything from these people. Yeah. But, right. So, of course, they put me they put me on this thing that measures how I sleep, and then he gets a list of mattresses and whatnot, and then proceeds to put me on the most fucking expensive mattress in the building. Well, yeah, of course. $3,800. you to pay all the... <laughs> Sorry, that was a little visceral. <laughs> that was... Wow. 30... Shit. Let me tell you, though, it was really good. I'm sure. It was really good. $3,800. It better be fucking good. Yes. But I w- he was Ooh. like, how much are you willing to spend? And I was like, my guy, not $3,800. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, man. So he proceeded to put me on like a bunch of mattresses, which again, were not on the list that the thing simulated for us. Oh, was- my God. Are you serious? Yes. They weren't even on the list? No. Wow. It was really- It wasn't even sly. It was fucking annoying. And so I'm just glad that there were other people in the store as well, because like that would have been awful if he was just hounding us the whole entire time. And he's like, how much How much are you willing to spend? And I was like, I don't know, still not $2,000 on a mattress that I'm not going to be sleeping on it, like after I get for like- For very long, yeah. Right, for very long, because once I get my condo, I'm going to fucking king, because queens suck. Anyways, so he's like, well, I'll take $200 off by giving you a box spring. I'm like, motherfucker, I have a box spring. And it yeah, com- I don't want that. Thank and you. And it completely ignores me, and it's just like, yeah, I'll give you a box spring. And like, it ke- I'm like, okay, we're done with this. So he- f- So- I'm like, I'm not ready for the bed right now. And he's like, no, well, you could still put money down. He's like, and we'll deliver it whenever it's ready. I'm like, no, I'm not paying for something and then not having it. No, that's stupid. Not happening. No. So, like, so thankfully, Savannah was like, we're going to go and talk to, like, whatever and figure some stuff out. And then, like, we didn't go back because I was like, no, I'm not spending. Yeah, no. Especially not with a salesman acting like that. No, thank you. No. Like, that would just make me not want to support the business at all. And I'd be like, hey, bud. Right. You need to learn to back the fuck up. Right. So it was super off-putting. That was the first time I've ever done that. And I was like, I can't do this. So I kind of got a feel for what I liked. And it was a hybrid mattress, which has springs and a built-in mattress topper. I don't fucking know. Hell yeah. So anyways, I just went to the internet and I looked up a bu- like a bunch of different online mattresses because I was like, I don't know what to get. But then Savannah made the great point. Anything is probably better <laughs> than, sure what, than what you already have. And I was like, you know what? You know what? Um, you're right. So, <laughs> But I was like, I don't want anything too firm. And she was like, you might actually need the support. And I was like, I hate it, though. She's like, yeah. you're going to have to retrain yourself. But she, I was, she was like, does your back hurt? And I was like... And so, like, the fact that she pointed out that my bed was that old, my back actually started to hurt. Yeah. And I was like, you fucking suck. So, <laughs> so. You made it worse. You made it worse. So she felt bad. She's like, I didn't mean to, like, put it out, make it feel bad. It's like, I'm like, fine. I need to get taken care of. So I went to the internet, found an online hybrid mattress store called um, Dream Cloud. I'm not endorsing it. They are not endorsing me. I'm not saying it's the best Which thing. Which is sad. someone asked me i forget who asked me but they're like can you call them up and see if you get a podcast endorsement for a free mattress and i was like absolutely bro i fucking wish that would be so dope anyways um we made a mistake we could have at least tried we could have at least tried you're right um we can always reach out to them retroactively it'll be okay true and get a refund (laughs) um at least get maybe get you another bed i don't know we could put you a bed on the roof i don't know wherever you want to bed so in the living room Ah, that's weird never mind (laughs) 
<laughs> and back that whole thought up. Kumbaya in the fucking living room on the mattress. That's weird. Anyways, so <sighs> I ordered it from Dream Cloud and for a thousand dollars. That's not bad. That's not bad. And that was like the cheapest one I could find. And they sent me a mattress protector, not like a full zip up one, but like one that goes yeah. over, which that's fine. Um yeah. a nice set of sheets, which you looked up. Mm-hmm. And then whatever. They're nice. I washed them, but I'm not gonna nice. use them. My bamboo sheets are oh. nicer. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah they so, were nice, but not like that nice. No, mine are actually like bam- <laughs> my bamboo. My bamboo sheets are actually cooling, and I love them so much. Ooh, I fucking love my bamboo sheets. Wow, <laughs> my bitch, my fucking legs get hot. Anyways, fair. So they sent me. Oh, they sent me two memory foam pillows, which I'm like, I'm not gonna use. They're too thick. As always, mm-hmm. I hate thick pillows. So I. So here's here's where the shenanigan happens. Finally, ships and it shows up on a. Saturday, okay? Shows up yeah. on a Saturday. Get a knock at the door, which I also forgot my cat hates knocks at the door. <laughs> he growls. So he was laying on I'm me. I'm going to do that to him the next time I see him. It has to be like a firm, like, like police knock. You know what I mean? Like firm oh, on the Oh, yeah. And then he, like, started growling. I'm like, I forgot you hate that. What a baby. So I'm like, my mattress is here. My mattress is here. And I open the door, and there's no mattress. That's fucking rude. And I'm like... You fucking kidding me? And then I hear like something to my right, and I look off to my right, and it's a UPS guy. And he goes, "Ma'am, your mattress is down by the mailboxes below. It's too heavy for me to bring up." Oh, uh, well, buddy, I'm here. Let's heft this bitch. So I don't think that they're allowed to do that. Oh, because that's no. a liability. Because he could oh, slip no. and it could hurt me. Because he didn't say yeah. offer it, which I knew that they wouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah. So I contemplated yelling at this guy, but then I was like, no, don't do that because it's still not going to get up here and it's, yeah. it, there's no reason. I was like, okay. So I, I just was like, all right, fine. I'll figure it out. So my st- <laughs> my stubborn ass is like, I'll drag it up the fucking staircase. I'll just drag it up the staircase. It's fine. Because it, like, it was supposed to be 87 pounds is what UPS reported it, it weighed. It did not fucking mm-hmm. weigh 87 pounds. There ain't no fucking way that thing weighed 87 pounds. It had to be okay. like 100 more. Oh. More. So I get down there and it's a cardboard box. And I'm like, yeah. that fucking cardboard box. I'll beat the shit, right? I'm like, there ain't. Uh-huh. I can't. There's no fucking way. So it's wet. It's when Hurricane Ian like finally made it to Virginia, uh-huh. right? Oh, shit, yeah. So I grab that thing by the handles, and the box just starts ripping. I can't even walk it, and the box is just coming apart. I'm like, I don't know what to do, and I don't want to leave my $1,000 mattress down here. So I call my friend Chris, and I'm like, hey, man, I really need Come your here. help. I was like, please. I said, it's not that heavy. I said, I just need, like, two people. So I'm on the phone with him, da, da, da. and this guy comes down, mm-hmm. and he looks at me, and I don't make eye contact with him because I'm not going to ex- expect a stranger to want to help me. Yeah. But then he goes, do you want some help? And I'm on the phone with Chris. I was like, hang on, Chris. And I was like, I mean, I need help. But like, do you want to help? And his literal fucking response was, I mean, does anybody want to do the dishes? The answer is no. Nobody fucking wants to do the dishes. Right. I I offered. So here I fucking am, I guess. (laughs) So it's like, you know what? Okay. I don't want to do this either. You don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But let's do this. So I put my phone in my pocket. And he and I, this, me and this random guy, just carried my fucking mattress up the stairs. And then, like, I was like, just get it to my door. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I think it was, like, actually slightly impressed that I got also carried the box up 
because mm-hmm. it was not fucking 87 pounds right no goddamn way so we fought it out of the side of my uh door and so like we talked for a second i'm like thank you thank you thank you i was like you saved me so much time so much hassle blah 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 and he goes oh by the way my name is chris <laughs> <laughs> so I called Chris back and I said, thank you for your help. He goes, I didn't do anything. I said, actually, you summoned another Chris for me yeah, to help you me. You have the ability to summon <laughs> someone else with your name. Right. Ah. So, so I get it in and uh, there's no instructions on like how to lay it. It's just don't stab it with a pointy object. You'll hit the mattress. So I was like, okay. Yeah, you'll fuck up your mattress, bud. Yeah. So I pull my old mattress out. Which, that was a bitch. And then I pulled the new one in, and that was substantially heavier. And so I-, I Also a bitch. Pick it up, put it on the bed. Almost- Possibly two bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> almost blow my back out in the process, picking that son of a bitch out. Up. Oof. Get it on the bed, and I th- I'm like, I think it orients this way, because it's rolled up, okay? Yeah. And I'm like, I think it's just rolled up. Like hot dog style, right? But I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't understand. And I like all my brain power was gone because like trying to like lift this thing around all kinds of crazy shit was not happening. So, yeah, I get it up on the bed and I'm like, it's just gonna unroll and it's gonna be on my bed. It's gonna be perfect. I fuck. That's not what happened. No, no. Get go the other way and like hit your stuff. So I un, I un, I uh, there's like it's wrapped three times. Uh huh. The first layer, like it, it most entered, it actually has it suctioned. And then the, huh? the two were just to hold it. So I cut uh-huh. two layers of plastic off. And then when I puncture the third one, it's it st- just, whoop. it starts unrolling. I'm like, perfect. It's unrolling. And then it stops unrolling. And then it starts to unfold off of my bed. So it mm-hmm. starts to go towards like all of my shit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I jumped in the way. That was a fucking mistake. It just yeah, knocks it me, it knocks me down. <laughs> <laughs> it's so heavy and I wasn't ready for it. Because I'm like, oh, this is like a thin piece of... No, just... Poof. No! You carried it up the stairs. You know how heavy it is. Oh, my God. I don't know what I was fucking thinking and it wasn't right. So, it almost takes me out and um, I just flipped that son of a bitch around, threw it on my bed, and then I took a nap on my bed of how fucking tired I was. Yeah, oh. you're the, I think <sighs> the only person I know that got their shit rocked by a bed... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it was embarrassing i eventually had to just be like fuck it whatever hits it hits and takes out it knocked almost everything off of my nightstand and like almost took the door off to the bed to the closet so i was like you know what fuck that closet fuck That's the closet door closet oh you're over dramatic anyways so uh, no i'm not yeah you are so the bed oh. is wonderful the pillow sucked. i'm so glad the pillow sucked ass they're too thick and they still smell like what, what do they smell like like they're pillows no like like when like you plastic? Fr- have you ever gotten have you ever gotten um brand brand new just slam the fucking door while you're at it um it was juice he was leaving oh well jesus so bye juice memory gotten- fresh memory foam pillows no they smell they no, they, sp- they smell no med- medically like it it oh, it's a new like foam antiseptic. Okay, you know, listen to me. You're you're doing this on purpose. I swear to God, you're firing <laughs> me up. We're gonna fucking learn today. You know how a car has a new car smell? Yeah. Okay, a memory foam pillow has a new memory foam pillow smell. Smell. Okay. Does it smell the same? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. So, anyways. <laughs> They still smell. I bought a thinner one, and now I'm sleeping like yeah. a baby. The, the, all of this to say, now my back doesn't hurt. I'm sleeping much Yay. better, and it's great. I'm so glad. Okay. I'm so glad to hear that. Okay. I'm so glad we took 
17 minutes to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for telling me your whole bed's life story uh, so far. Oh, so now the cat climbs on the old mattress. Oh, because now so I'm cute. fucked. Now I'm fucked. I don't know what to do with the old mattress because I'm in an apartment, so we don't have city service. But I can't dump it off at the dump. We can't do that. It's a mattress. You have to have it disposed of. Uh, so I just have a fucking mattress in my living room. And then one day I hear like, like fabric ripping and i'm like the cat's clawing up my fucking couch he knows better so i go running out there no that motherfucker is just spider-man onto the side of the fucking mattress looking at me like look at me and i'm like you son of a bitch he's so happy i love it i i let him climb on it whatever so he's so happy it's his bed now now that so now that i know that he likes to climb up shit i now have to put like a twine wall in my condo uh Mm-hmm. he's gonna have so much fun yes so i'll just so i'll just be playing video games and i'll hear like him like ripping it up and i'll just look over and he's like hanging off of it but i also have plant hangers with like that are like i braided and twined whatever the fuck that's called macrame there we go sure so the macrame have like the little leftover pieces hanging from the bottom so he'll fly up the bottom fly up the mattress and then bite at the bottom of the macrame <laughs> oh my god i love that cat so much oh my god He's so cute. If he wasn't old, I'd give him to somebody else, but he's old and he's been with me a long time. So anyways, it's fine. He's the best. It's fine. So I got to figure out what the fuck to do with this mattress. And then I feel low-key bad if I throw it away because then he'll have nothing to play on. Well, you got to figure out something to play and then throw it away. I can't just hold on to a mattress for three months in my living room. That's correct. (laughs) So I guess you better come up with something fun quick. Uh, I just get, I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. He's so cute. Oh. I love him. Ugh. The mattress is, is pretty good. I'm so glad that you have a new mattress that you really like. Thanks. It's not like 10 out of 10. I wouldn't like overtly endorse the, endorse the shit out of them. But like, it's pretty good. Like, it's a good, it's a good thousand dollar mattress. Hell yeah. Cool. But. Beautiful. But you want to know what else is a good thousand dollar mattress? <laughs> what? <gasps> what the fuck? That one doesn't make any sense. I don't give a shit. It's spooky stories. <laughs> Heads or tails? I would like heads, please. Yeah, because I've been getting heads a lot. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I need both my hands for this. I'm, I'm too numb. No, you do. Otherwise, you're going to fucking eat it. <laughs> you might still just eat it. I don't know. We'll see what ha- happens. See what's in the stars for me today. Kitty! I see that kitty boy in the background. Oh, my God. He's so cute. I love him. He doesn't like when I, when I yell. So, like, whenever I start yelling, <laughs> he comes around. I'm like, ugh. He's and almost, he says, excuse me, he's, stop. He's like my support, my emotional support animal, because like I talk to myself as my own therapy, and yeah. if I start getting loud and upset, he'll actually come up and start screaming at me. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. Fine, I'll stop. He's like, hey, hey, shut the fuck up. Don't talk to my friend that way. I do that too. <laughs> okay. Babe. I'm not yelling at myself. I'm not yelling at myself. I'm just Don't, talking. Just in case. Okay. Mm-hmm. What'd you want? Heads. It's going to be booty ass for the first time in like a week. LOL. All right. Tell me a story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It waited on Tails. What the fuck? The universe does not want you to go. Well, to be fair, there was like there was like seven episodes where you went first. So that's true. (laughs) You got to make up for it. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I have my Starbucks mug and I learned how to make vanilla sweet cream cold brew. And I have. Hell yeah. My tomato soup. And I am happy. But before I tell you my story, Zoe, no hen, I have to tell you. Yes. 
Me. I don't have to tell the listeners, not you. Oh, okay. Not everything's about you. Fine. So <laughs> You're right. So if you want to keep supporting whatever the fuck this is, please be sure to head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash haunter. I barely know her with two tiers. We have the $5 investigator tier and the $7 medium tier. $5 tier comes with your standard bullshit, but the $7 tier, let me tell you, you get access to bonus episodes. We'll send you a sticker in the mail, and Zoe will send you a personal virtual high five. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. Someday. Until then, you'll have to be um, happy with a personal verbal high five. Bam. <laughs> no, you're supposed, to, you're supposed to high five the um, the camera. Yes. But they can't hear that. I guess I could hit the microphone. If you hit it hard enough. <laughs> if you hit it hard enough. Yeah. yeah. If you hit it hard enough. All right. That's Maters. Good, that's good soup. Oh. It's a, actually someone pointed out it's probably more of a bisque, but I was like, you know what? Whatever. So. All right, so this episode we're doing Aliens, and I am going to cover the – oh, fuck. I meant to Google how to say this. Lubbock? Sure. Lubbock? I want to say it's Lubbock. Every time I do this. I'm so sorry. I, just, I saw I saw one run review on someone else's podcast one time about how – Lubbock. I saw one review how the biggest critique was is that the girls, the podcaster, whatever, people didn't know how to pronounce anything. And now that is haunting my mind of that. I never, I don't know how to pronounce every single thing on my notes. So, Lubbock. Meh. Lubbock. Meh. Lubbock. Is that how it was pronounced? Wait. Lubbock. Lubbock. I don't know. Lubbock. Okay. No, no you've said Lubbock, it. I'm, Lubbock. Lubbock, Texas. If we keep saying it, it's going to become not a word. Correct. Lubbock. So, the Lubbock lights which took place in lubbock texas that's a stupid name <laughs> august 25th 1951 oh my mom you- wasn't even born yet <laughs> i need you to do me a favor okay can what? you can you google when the era the phoenix lights happened please yes because these two ah. events are kind of similar and i'm kind of like putting two and two together i don't know that's me popping my knuckles. Ow. 2007. The f- oh, that's right. No. Wait. Nine- 1997. I think so. I was way off. That's what this is saying. Okay. That sounds about right because it was video recorded. Yeah. March 13th, 1997. Okay. I did it and I should know, but I don't I don't, I don't keep memory like it's that. Fine. Okay. So never mind. These were not as close as I thought they were. Just kidding. Just control delete that. So um Lubbock, Texas. Is a good sized town, and okay. Lubbock, Lubbock, Texas, also has Texas Tech University. Oh shit! Which was around at this time. Cool. So like, there's people, right? That means there are people. Yeah. So this faithful day takes place on a on a nice summer evening. Cool. And it just so happens at this time there was a bit of a brain tank going on with some professors from that college. Okay. So we have a Dr. A. G. Oberg, a chem E professor, chemical engineer professor, a Dr. George, which is a physics professor, a Dr. Okay. W. I. Robinson, a ge- geological professor, I think with a rocks. Geology. Yeah. Thank you. Thank rocks. you. <laughs> and Dr. W. L. Ducker, and he is the head of the petroleum engineering department. Oil. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, we've got these we've got these brain these big brain big big brain guys, right? Big brain boys, yes. The, these motherfuckers are sitting out in the backyard of Dr. Robinson's house, the the geologist, 
drinking some fresh Texas tea, and discussing micrometeorites. That sounds like anything anyone with a PhD would do. Exactly. They were that they fits. were they were big brain in it, right? Yeah, that totally fits. But it's it's so funny how like you you couldn't you, you couldn't get any better. Like the witnesses, like the whole setup couldn't be yeah. any better, right? Perfect. Like chef's kiss, right? So at around 9:20 p.m., as they were discussing their fancy topic, there appeared in the northern sky a V formation shape to ranging anywhere. Actually, that should be 20 to 30. 20 to 30 bluish green lights. Oh, shit. Okay. So the way I understood it is that they weren't high like airplanes. They were definitely low. Okay. But, it, but it wasn't like the Phoenix lights where they were that low. Okay. But so they, were, they were somewhere in between. They were, they were still low. Still pretty low. That okay. it was cruising. It was always described like over people's houses. Okay. Okay. Very quickly, very quickly. So they see these lights just pass overhead, over the house, and then they disappear. They're like, what the fuck was that? So apparently with their big big boy brains, they were like, no, it's going to come back. And it does. It fucking, it fucking comes back, comes flying back okay. over the house. What the fuck? And it happens, I got anywhere from like 12 to 20 times that that thing flew back, o- back and forth over the house that night. That is, regardless, that's a lot of times. Like one is a lot. Right. 10 to 20 is a quite a bit more. It's quite a bit, quite a bit. So what the fuck is that? So interestingly enough, 350 miles away, there was somebody else who, who was deemed with high integrity who also saw the lights. I didn't get a name, which is fine. But okay. it was an employee out in Albuquerque, apparently saw the, saw the lights. Yeah. So he, he worked at a top secret... Sandia Corporation, which was part of the Atomic Energy Commission, and he had the security clearance of Q, which is fucking high is the way I understood okay. it. And okay. so he didn't have a reason to lie. So he said he also was seeing this thing flying over uh, Lubbock that night. Damn. Like, the fuck? Okay, so great. We're, we're building up a report here. We got, like, professors. We got a guy with a super high security clearance. Yeah, multiple people seeing whatever this is. So that guy was apparently outside with his wife, sky gazing, whatever you do. And uh, he said, it. he described it, it was like an airplane flying really fast, but silent. It was making no noise. That's bad. And that it had either six, to, six or eight pairs of glowing lights. Okay, so he said it was one thing flying over his house? It was, the, it was six, six to eight pairs of lights. Gotcha. Okay. Flying. He's not, okay, yeah. In, in, in that V in, formation. In, yes, in the V formation still. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. Now, again, we had another sighting. It happened, so we're going back to um, Lubbock. I hate okay. Lubbock. Sure. I, I hate it. Texas. I hate it. I hate the name. We're going back to the town. So it, So this rancher's wife, she's, uh-huh. out, she's outside, and she's taking sheets off the clothesline, as you do in 1951. Yeah. <laughs> the husband was inside reading the old newspaper, doing whatever, just reading and vibing for the evening. And he said his wife just comes flying into the house, obviously distressed, looking pretty pale. Right. And she says that a large object with a bunch of fucking lights on it flew over the house and made no noise. Awesome. That's cool. And she said it described it was like an airplane, but without a body. So if you just kind of imagine the wings of a plane, but it didn't have like the cockpit the, or the or the body yeah. for people to sit in, it was just the wings. Ugh. So there was that, and let's see. 
Oh, okay. So this just this just didn't happen. This just didn't happen August twenty fifth, nineteen fifty one. No, 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 no. Did it happen another time? No. So yo, so Edward Ruplet, he was the guy who was the head yeah. of um, Project Blue Book. Yes. He catches wind because this got published in a newspaper. Okay. When when the professors saw it, they public they went to the local newspaper, which I'll tell the name of it in a minute. I wrote it somewhere in my notes. He, they told they put it in the newspaper, and it finally like a month later got to him, and he was like, "All right, I'll fly out there." So he flew out a month later, okay. to which he found out these freaking lights had been flying over the town for two weeks. No way. Yes. That's a lot of time. So hundreds of people, hundreds of people were seeing these lights and freaking the fuck out. Yeah. I would freak the fuck out too. Right. Because like these are just like farmers, like just living peaceful, calm, yeah, quiet like, lives. That's not a normal thing that you see. Like you get excited when you see a plane. Right. Because it's like, ooh, look at the plane. Wow. Look at the pretty plane. Not not something flying over your fucking house that's dead ass silent. Yeah. I don't, I don't V know. for violent death. Yep. So the government, as per usual, is hella slow. The government. Okay. <laughs> the okay. war fighter. So the professors did an investigation on their own time. Hell yeah, they did. Yes. Yeah, so they so that after that night. Oh, that's where I would put it in my notes. They saw it 12 more times. 12 more times that thing flew back and forth over the house. So after that. That's a lot. No. They, okay. I'm getting, I'm getting confused up in my notes. It's cool. They started measuring it because it, okay. it was flying back and forth over their house. Okay. Okay. They got angles. They measured the speed. They got direction. And they even, they even tried to measure the uh, altitude. So they apparently were armed with walkie talkies and they like divided <laughs> up. And they try to like go to different points to try and like triangulate. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. They were they were not successful, but they were trying. No, they were trying. They did it though. Okay. And they they couldn't figure out how high it was. They couldn't figure out how big it was. But they got kind of like I don't know what the speed of it was. I never got the speed, but they just said the direction it was constantly traveling was north to south. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. So as the events went on. And everyone started to see these lights. That's when these professors then took their findings and started to going going to other community members to figure out what did you see? Are we seeing yeah. the same thing? Like scientific, um, the sci- the scientific method? method. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. The Gather information before yeah. <laughs> creating a hypothesis. Right, right. So they yeah. start they start doing their scientific method and they start going out and collecting collected accounts and cross-checking shit and pretty much everyone is seeing the same thing awesome so so it is so everyone's seeing the same thing so like hundreds of people are seeing these lights right there's there's got to be like more solid evidence it's 1951 like yeah and it's went on for two weeks that's a yeah that's a big like evidence gathering time someone took a picture good multiple pictures they're in the bottom of my notes fuck yeah they are okay let me look Ooh. so the first one that you see there, yeah, where the V's pointed down. I that was published in Time magazine, and um, the four dudes in the bottom picture are the doctors. <laughs> they and, look like doctors. Yeah, they do. Like you know, their little pipes and their <laughs> old pinstripe suits. And then um, the other the other picture with the tube images are also by the same guy. So, in a grand total, the person which I'll talk about who took the picture. There was five pictures in total. So. Okay, so you see the pictures? Yes. There you go. 
So you can also just Google and the pictures will come up. It's fine. So a college freshman by the name of Carl Hart Jr. photographed the formation on August 30th. So word had already been spreading around about the lights just via word, newspaper, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So he had his bed up to the window and he was looking out for that son of a bitch. He was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to see it. I want to see it. There you go. So that fateful night that he was looking out for it, it came and it, it came. Uh, he, he said his was white balls, white, white lights yeah. were, was coming. Right. So because he knew that like it, it took most, multiple passes over he grabbed his Kodak 35-millimeter camera and ran out to the backyard and waited for it to come back, to, which it did two more Crazy. times. So so it flew over that guy's that kid's house like three times, I think it was. Yeah. So he snapped five pictures of this thing flying by. So he brought the photos to the local newspaper that had been covering the whole story, which is the Lubbock Avalanche Journal. That's the that's the name of the local newspaper. I don't know why it's called the Avalanche Journal. They're in because the middle. Because they're the best journal by a landslide, which is a different thing than an avalanche. I'm but I tried. Still so I upset. Tried. I tried. I put in the effort. No, you did great. Does and it I hate- snow there? No. It's <laughs> middle of Texas. Sure? Yes, it's middle of Texas. Well, I mean, northern Texas gets snow. I mean, how much snow does northern? I mean, I feel like southern Texas gets more snow. Like. Houston gets no. more snow. Yes. It's dry. Texas. Desert. Snow. Oh, my God. Snowfall. Will you go. look it up? I'm going to eat my soup. Does it ever snow in Lubbock, Texas? It's two and a half months from November to February with about an inch. Yeah. So it doesn't even snow that much. I told you. That's really... They- a stupid name for a paper. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's called Avalanche. I have no idea. I hate my hair. Anyways, <laughs> so the editor, Jay Harris, yeah, he purchased those photos for ten dollars, which oh. I actually looked it up. It's one hundred and fourteen dollars today. Well, he got a fucking steal. Yeah, I would have been like thousand dollars. How? At least, at least. So it was so funny because the uh, the editor was like, "If these aren't real, I'm gonna run you out of town." That's fair. Which That's is fair. A, yeah. Right. So so Hart right. Hart's like, "No, they're real." I took them. He's like 19. I took them by myself. Thank took them you. by myself in my parents' backyard. So, so those pi- those pictures went to print in the Avalanche Time, Avalanche Journal, and then later those pictures were pr- reprinted in Time Magazine. Shoo. So that's pretty fucking clue. Weirdly enough, though, the professors came back and uh-huh. they said the pictures were not a representation of what they saw. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it does kind of look like pinpricks on a. Um, on a black sheet of paper, but what do I know? What do you know? Not very much. No, don't say that. <laughs> Aw. Uh, so rather than, okay, so rather they saw something, it was still like V-shaped, but they said it was it was slightly more U-shaped. And okay. then the pictures obviously depict a more sharp V, like a true yeah. V, right? So they said it was it was too sharp to be what they were talking about, okay? Which- okay. Everyone says it was a V-shaped formation. I don't fucking know. So that's that's so that's pretty much like the whole the whole shebang. Like that's all you gotta know. Like that's all that came out of it. Okay. Okay. So we'll go back to Ruplet. Yeah. Rup- tell me about Ruplet. Rup Ruplet. Rup Rupelt. I don't think we're saying his last name right. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Let's be honest. 
Rupelt. That fucking podcast with those kids that can't say words, right? Rupelt. Hold on. It's got to be Pelt. Rupelt. I'm working on it. Hold on. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. My internet's taking its time. Oh, for real? Okay. Yeah. I'll keep talking. It's fine. It's fine. I'll keep talking. So what So what bullshit? What, bull di- well, what bullshit does he investigate? What does he pull up? What's the cover-up story? What's, what's the Project Blue Book guy got to say about this? Right. Rupelt. I knew it. Rupelt. Okay. Rupel it. It's fine. <laughs> Close enough. Oh my god, I was gonna take it seriously. So the well, so here's the interesting thing that Rupelt points out, okay? Edward Rupelt points out. Mr. Rupelt. That the professor saw those lights on the kind of like they were like they were kind of like the first witnesses. There was a couple more before that, but they were like the okay. witnesses, right? Yeah. So that story was published in the newspaper. At, like by them via them mm-hmm. like okay so naturally with it being the 1950s everyone's gonna read that everyone now knows about that and it gave people a reason to look up okay to like go look for this All thing right. okay yeah, that, yeah so repel pointed out that it could either have been like essentially the will smith effect which we talked about where it's like when the yes. uh, when the uh, men in black um series came out there were way more reports of you um ufo so it's like when there when there is something extraterrestrial in pop culture more reports of ufos get reported just crop up yeah right right. so is that the will smith effect of like people thinking that they see something or did that happen and give people actually a reason to look up and actually try and find this so right and 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 also make make there he is and there he is can you stop climbing climbing on the bed i love him don't, just don't bite my macrame. Oh, there you go. Okay. He jumped onto the couch. So he's going to eat it. And it, or, or like people just being hysterical. Like it's like, yeah. it's, it's just, it's just, it's just the whole thing. It's a whole thing. Right. So the only quote unquote plausible theory that they came up with is that the lights could have been plover birds. Plover what? birds. The fuck is that? P L O V E R. Migrating ducks. No. Yes. They had, that was, okay, so that was a theory that was given by a local farmer. They're so small. To Rupelt, right? And it was thought that the mercury vapor streetlights that they had just installed that year were reflecting, the light from those streetlights were reflecting off of the belly of the birds. Huh. That was their whole, their whole thing, okay? Now, there was a person by the name of C.J. Cross, and he was the head of Tennessee, uh, Fuck, not Tennessee Tech. Texas Tech University bio department. And he was like, mm-hmm. that ain't no birds. They too big to be birds. And they would be honking if they were birds. Hell yeah. I was about to say, those birds only have a 15-inch wingspan. Right. And those They're lights, tiny. Those lights were fucking huge. Right. Right. Okay. Wait, did you say 15 feet? 15 inches. Oh. <laughs> They're 15 inches wingspan. They're little. They're little birds. Little bitty baby birds. They fit in. Those are the birds that, like, when you see crocodiles, they're inside the crocodile's mouth cleaning them out. Like, tiny ass little fucking birds. Pulver birds. They're so small. No, they're the. Are those the little bird? Are they? Oh, they're a family that. Okay, they almost look like the sandpiper birds, which are the birds that, like, you'll see them, like, in the memes where they'll chase the water back into the ocean and then they'll run back out. Yes, they're so cute and small. Plover. Plover is how you pronounce it. Okay. Whatever. It's little fine. Birds. It's a little birds. We can I just saw the pronunciation of it on my Wikipedia search. Got you. So anyways. 
Also, yes. when, when the when the plover theory was proposed, the mm. head photographer of a local journal, that lo- same local journal, debunked it by going out and taking pictures of birds at night. Hell yeah. And obviously he was like, no, this this ain't it. Yeah. They, the this bir- is not the thing. Birds are not per- 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 producing that perfectly producing perfectly round circles no no so repel deemed that it probably wasn't that so he's like okay cool that makes sense but he did give his closing words on the subject matter of the um lubbock lights all right okay so repel wrote a book or i guess it's a report called the report on unidentified flying objects on like like separate to the project blue book i don't know anyways yeah this is his quote. Are you fucking ready for this? I'm ready. I'm strapped in. Let's go. <sighs> I thought that the professors' professors lights, I can't talk. <laughs> professors lights, thank you, might have been some kind of birds reflecting the light from mercury vapor street lights, but I was wrong. They weren't birds. They weren't refracted lights, but they weren't spaceships. The lights the professors saw have been positively identified as a very commonplace and easily explainable natural phenomenon. I can't divulge exactly the way the answer was found because it is an interesting story of how a scientist set up complete instrumentation to track down the lights. Telling the story would lead to his identity and, in exchange for his story, I promised the man complete omnimity with the most important phase of the Lubbock Lights, quote, solved, the sightings by the professors and the other phases become only good UFO reports. That's so unhelpful. <laughs> and also such bullshit. Right. A, I don't appreciate it. No, some random scientist. No. With that, their- You would want to fucking be like, no, nah, I'm the one that disproved that shit. It's not real. What do you mean? What do you mean? I want to know what natural phenomenon makes lights glide over people's houses. Yeah, in that kind of a pattern. Unless it was like something the Air Force was working on, like stealth planes or something. But even then, those make noise and they wouldn't be flying with lights on. That's stupid. It it was flying fast, but it wasn't. Right. It wasn't flying. Okay, let's see. It was flying fast was my point, but it wasn't flying so slow that it would fall out of the sky right so like i don't think we had planes that flew that slow no that were also still noiseless right yeah because like prop planes fly slowly but they're also loud because the engine for the prop like we don't have quiet planes we don't have quiet planes none of our fucking planes are quiet this is so dumb (laughs) okay so he also went on to discuss Hart's pictures, the boys' pictures, mm-hmm. the young gentlemen's pictures. So the the pictures made it made their way up to the physics laboratory at Wright Patterson Air Force Base, which I guess is where Ru- the whole Project Blue Book and Rupel was stationed in Ohio. Which yeah. I think that I think that's correct. I can never remember. So he, he this motherfucker, I hate him. He quoted they let's see they quote weren't proven to be a hoax, but neither were they proven to be genuine. Uh, okay. Thank you again for the second most useless statement. Um, they they were either real or they were not real. Right. If you can't prove them to be fake, 
then they are genuine. That is how that works. Right. Exactly. Because at least in that, like, truth is, like, in most things, truth is exclusive. So were they real or were they not real? I guess I guess their theory behind it was, like, they can't prove it's fake. Like, they didn't have the instruments and the tools to prove that it was fake. It was just that well done to be fake. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess the same thing was true with, like, spirit photography in the um, early, early years, 1800s. Because that you would just, like, put another plate in there to make a person appear behind the other people. Right. But, hmm. 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 I'm displeased, I regardless. Know. I know. This this whole thing is displeasing. So, most of the town people grew tired of having to give their accounts to what they saw that night. Because, like, how many different ways can you say you saw a string of lights and a V formation over your house and it was quiet, right? So. Yeah. I mean, th- th- that. Right. You can just say that you can 15 just say times. Every time. <laughs> So they pretty much stopped giving their interviews by the 1970s, except for one. Okay. Who? Carl Hart Jr., the guy who took the fo- 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 photograph pictures. Oh. Fo- photos, if you will. Photos. Yes. The photo boy. So he was in his, I didn't get the exact year, date, time, whatever, but he, given given what I know, well, he would have been about in his 60s when he gave this interview. And he said... His only response was is that he had no idea what he photographed that night, but it was definitely something. Okay. Yeah. I would agree it was definitely something. (laughs) It's still still better than what um, Repelt wrote. So. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. It doesn't take much to be better than what Repelt wrote. Right. So anyway. The sky is blue. That is. Or black. (laughs) We can't prove the sky to be not blue, but that doesn't mean it is blue. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, um, that is the Lubbock Lubbock lights. Lights. Yep. Cool. I just, I Thank had you a... for telling me about the lights. You're absolutely welcome. It's what I'm here for. It's what I did for the last two hours before we sat down to do this. <laughs> Whoa. Ah. <sighs> I I I I just I find it interesting to see like the different the different UFO instances where it's just their lights. And you mm-hmm. don't see the spacecraft, so it's like right. you have all this technology to hide your shit, but not the lights. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense maybe at all. Just, maybe they're just fucking with us. <laughs> I mean, maybe every now and then they're like, ah, oh, the humans have forgotten that we exist. Flip on the lights, boys. <laughs> just just watch them scurry like ants and scare them yeah. a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Yawn. Okay. Cool. Hell yeah. Great. Let's, uh, I want to hear yours. Cool. But before we hear yours. Yeah, that this thing. Is, <laughs> this is the part of the episode where we give a shout out to our news Patreon members. However, we do not have any new Patreon members today. And that is A-OK. I'm slurring my words and it's pissing me Doing off. Doing great. It's fine. So if you want to get a shout out right here, right now in the middle of our podcast, please be sure to head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash haunt her. I barely know her. Or if you want to give us support in any other way. You can drop a rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or anywhere else you're listening to us. Please be sure to do the thing. Because if you like what we do, rate and review. Thanks. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Big preach. Okay, your turn. Cool. So I have in the past mentioned this creature to you before. It's called uh, Mantids. Mantids. Mantids or Mantis? Mantids. With a D on the end. And, a yeah. pos- and then an S. Correct. For poor Mantids. Yeah. 
So we're gonna t- they're mantis aliens. Okay. Yeah. What? They're yeah yeah. They're just man- bear with me, buddy. No. Wait a minute. They're mantids, but uh-huh. they're they're mantis aliens. Correct. Yeah. Mantids yeah. is like the proper term, but they look like praying mantis. Like that's just that's what they do. That's what they look like. I hate it. Disgusting. That's, yeah. That's... Yeah. Me too. And I read about it, so now you have to hear about it. Sorry, buddy. So these things, I'm going to tell you what they are, and then I have two different instances as two different people have run into these things. There are more stories. These were the best ones that I could find. I scrolled so, down. I scrolled down. Don't. I scrolled <laughs> down. You? I'm so sorry. How fucking could you? I, I, I ruined it. I'm so sorry. I No, it's okay. I, I don't I was even like, remember what picture. How long is this going to fucking... Because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like I see her typed out all this mm-hmm. shit. And then I was like, how long is this fucking story? And then... It's pretty long. I ran into the image. Okay. The picture. Great. Yeah. You're, it's great. It's fine. I didn't even put the colored one in. Okay. Oh, God. He, he, yeah, he colored that. So it's fine. All right. So these things are like... Mm, okay. So these, these in, insect beings have appeared within mythologies throughout the world, including Native American and African folklore. So that's fun. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the Croatian tribe of Africa specifically regards the mantis as the first living creatures upon the earth. They granted life to humans and aliens. Or excuse me, humans and animals. <laughs> <laughs> Inventing language and bringing fire to the people. I so. still hate all of this. It gets worse. Uh. So uh, it's believed that the mantis aliens come from the Draco system, uh, working hand in hand with the reptilians known to come from that star system. We'll cover the reptilians another day. Uh, oh, they're fi- <laughs> oh, yeah, because there's like the yeah. mantids, the reptilians, the greys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which actually the greys will work with mantis aliens. Fun fact. They shouldn't. Like, fuckers. yeah, Mantis always has like three or four little gray aliens with them, typically. Typically. Uh, it's like, it's <laughs> it's like Halo where the, the elites always had the fucking grunts and the jackals. Yes. Ugh. Literally. Fuckers. Yes. Okay. Gross. So their physical characteristics are part of what make them so striking. So many people report them being anywhere from like five to seven feet tall. So big oh so they could be Um, huge fuckers yeah typically they are they have long thin torsos uh they're bipedal insects so they walk on their little back two feetsies which is also terrifying because they got the little pincers yeah i don't like them i don't like bugs (laughs) don't touch Uh, me praying mantis in particular freak me out Mm -mm. they pray pray mantis are very strange bugs Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they are yeah, and terrifying. The, the females always like rip the male heads off. Like, how mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah. in any? Well, I mean, they don't have to put up with his bullshit or make him pay child support. So, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just Ooh. don't understand where where the evolution of a mantis deemed that cutting off the head of the male mantis. I don't know. Yeah, great question. They awesome. freak me out. I don't like them. They're also freaky, if you know what I yeah. mean. <laughs> gross 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 so their necks arms and hands have additional joints because of course they do that gave me cold chills yep uh their heads are insect-like and triangular with large slanted eyes usually brown or black most mantids are described as a dark brown color but some have been seen as green or black 
Their bodies are comprised of segmented exoskeletons, and some abductees have reported that they're coated in an oily substance. Oh, that means so you touched. Moist. They touched it, or it touched you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's also gross. They're usually encountered wearing long robes in a variety of colors, hmm. um, perhaps signifying some sort of rank within the the mantid structure. Don't know. The uh, the others, the class system. Yeah, yeah, the the class system based on your colors. I don't know. Some of them aren't wearing robes or clothed at all. So they naked. Yeah, naked mantis. <laughs> naked mantis. <laughs> That's the one. Okay. That's it. That's the one. They seem to use telepathic communication when they're communicating to humans. Uh, they have been seen using an auditory language to one another, uh, perceived by humans as some sort of like clicking sound. No. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, some experiences state that the mantids can shapeshift. What is that? What is some Or use some sort of like advanced technology to create a field around themselves to make them look human. Okay. Okay. I don't need this fucking nightmare fuel to also be able to shapeshift. The fuck? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. oftentimes when people encounter the mantids, they feel as if they are a comforting presence. No. Uh, they seem to have this uncanny, uncanny ability to, when they telepathically communicate, uh, calm you down, eliminate your fear, and just make everything all right. No. Not always, but that's typical. Okay. So that's cool. So, uh, now I have a couple of stories that involve the mantid creatures. So this is taken directly from AlienExpanse.com. <laughs> Jim tells it way better than I ever could. So just read, so. It from the, read it from the top. Read it from the top. Yep. He says, my name is Jim. I live in a small town on the outskirts of London. <laughs> Here's an account that happened to me in April of 2001. I, I When you said, my name is Jim, I, I was like, hi, Jim. Like, I literally was just like, <laughs> hello, Jim. Hello, Jim. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> He continues, it's taken me this long to deal with it. I promise to you everything that happened is true. I woke up at about 2.30 in the morning to find a tall praying mantis looking being and a cloaked being by the side of my bed. I thought to myself, what crazy dream is this? The cloaked being looked at me from beneath its hood, revealing its black skin, which appeared leathery and reflecting light, much like a beetle skin. I shut my eyes, thinking this must be a really realistic dream. But when I reopened my eyes, the figures were unfortunately still there. <laughs> the cloaked figure looked up to tell to the tall praying mantis type as if it was confused as to what actions it should take next. The praying mantis turned its head toward the hooded one and made a series of high-pitched clicking sounds. I sensed this was the one in command, possibly the other was some kind of security guard. It's at this point that I realized I'm definitely not dreaming. I can hear them. I couldn't move, but my brain went into a deep panic. Oh my god, what's going on? What are they? I don't want to look too closely at the mantis, so I just glanced at it. Hmm. All I recall was that it was tall. It was at least seven foot. It had to bend its neck because the the height of the ceiling in my room. Its head was pointed with large eyes. As for its arms, they were extremely long and moved in jerky fashion. No. No. No, go fuck yourself, jerky. Oh, like the fu- no. Uh-huh, no, no, yeah. nah. mm-hmm. no, no, <laughs> The cloaked figure was closer to me, crouched by my bed, and I couldn't tell how tall it was, but I could clearly see that it was wearing some kind of 
overlapping rigid armor, including a metallic-looking breastplate that had a series of circles on it. Its head was dome-like with emotionless facial features. Its eyes were large and surrounded again by detailed ridges. It acted in a way that reminded me of a robot or an insect. I remember thinking to myself, nobody's going to believe this. A bloody giant-sized mantis and a medieval-style dressed alien. What the (laughs) hell is this? Before this incident, although I hadn't seen one, I was familiar with the gray types, but I had never heard of the praying mantis types. At this point, the mantis bent its upper body over uh, over my bed and directly above me. In its hand, it was holding a long metal object that looked like a needle. Oh, no, my God. A a green light shot directly from the needle and into my right eye. Maybe it's a laser. I'm not sure. But I do know that it was very painful. I could see all the veins from inside my eye. The same effect you get with uh, when an optician checks your eyes. I screamed, but no noise came out. Then I felt something stick into my skull. Exclamation point. Oh, my God. God. Oh my uh-huh. God. Oh uh-huh. my God. Just uh-huh. no. Just fucking yep. kill me. Like, what it the is, fuck? It doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. Uh. Um, I'm not sure what it was because by that time I had my eye closed. I pretended to sleep and went into a deep panic. My mind was racing in a million miles per hour. I heard a great whooshing sound, and when I next reopened my eyes, thankfully they were gone. I lay shaking and confused for what seemed like hours and just couldn't return back to sleep. At no time did I feel like they cared about my health or me. They seemed to have an insect cold type mentality. I really thought I was going to die. The next day, I spent the whole day in bed and felt as if I had gone through a major operation. It's very painful to recall, and since this incident, I sometimes hear clicking sounds inside my head. I was in shock for a while afterwards. Oh, oh no. They implanted him with something in his head. This happens about twice a week. No, no. But no. can stop completely for, say, a month if I'm lucky. Oh, my God. I don't like the fact that you didn't answer what I... Okay. All right. A typical scenario would start with me laying in bed, and just as I'm about to fall asleep, I'd hear a high-pitched clicking sound inside my head. Within a few minutes, I'd hear the same sound again, but this time it would be inside my bedroom. The fuck? The fuck? It's like it's warning... It's like it's a warning to that someone... Or to someone that I'll be asleep soon because as soon as I hear it, I know that within the next 10 minutes, I'll be completely knocked out. Oh, fuck. Before I pass out, though, uh, through half-shut eyes, I'd see a reddish glow appear on my far wall, followed by a shadowy movements of tall figures coming out of the light towards me. I always try my best to fight it and stay conscious, but it never works and I always lose consciousness. The next day, I'd feel completely exhausted. My whole body would ache all over as though it had been through a major operation. Sometimes my body would be covered in bruises, like in August 2003 when I woke up to find five separate bruises on the inner thigh of my right leg. Damn. The bruises made up a widespreading imprint in the shape of a huge hand. Oh, something just gripped the fuck out of his leg? Mm-hmm. The night before, I specifically checked my body for markings. To get one bruise while asleep, I'm sure, is not unusual, but to get five in one night on one leg is so that's not cool gross yeah so that's a uh, part one of that story um i think the the thing that i put in my notes was poor jim because yeah that's fucking that's, shitty that's fucking wild i get my that's... fucking head x-rayed <laughs> so then uh part part two of this story is uh on december the 18th i was staying at my brother's house 
He lives a few miles away. I slept in the spare bedroom, which is adjacent to the neighbor's side. The walls are really thin, so thin that you can hear individual words in the neighbor's conversation. Ugh. That sucks. Uh, So I was so tired, I fell asleep at around 12.30 p.m. Without any warning, I found myself wide awake and completely unable to move. The clicking sound was continually screeching in my head, and I screamed, Ah! What the hell is going on? And please include every swear word, you know. Um... No sound came out of my mouth. (laughs) With every muscle I could muster, I pushed myself up onto my side and turned my head to the bottom of the bed. Standing before me was a tall mantis-like being, the same mantis being I had seen before. This wasn't the short cloaked being I saw before. The terror I felt upon seeing this sight was completely overwhelming. The only way I could describe it is it felt like waves of fear washing over me. I'm having trouble writing this, just recounting it is tough. It's like Wearing a long, dark robe, it was about seven plus feet tall and vaguely humanoid-ish. The body was extremely bony and skinny with a long, black, snake-like neck. Its head was a grayish-blackish and triangular in shape, reminding me of a skull. The eyes were bulbous, black and rounded, with liquid-like appearance. In fact, it seemed to me everything on the mantis was liquidy-looking, like oil shimmering on the sun. Ew. The arms were extremely long, with multiple joints extending out in a messiah pose. What's the that? forearms were uh, the T pose. The T pose. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. What yeah. the? F- Spending out in a so it was just standing in a T pose. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the forearms were bent forward longer than the rest of the arm. Uh, this really is a living nightmare. In its, he- its head and arms that gave it the appearance of a praying mantis, and unlike the first time I met this type of alien, I got a really good look at it, which gave me enough detail to make an image. And that is the image that you saw. I hate it. Where it's got, like, the yeah. the, the little pincer thingies or its little fingies. L- little three fingies. Yeah, and then it's got, like, super long forearms, which is kind of weird and gross. I, I hate it. Um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of fun. Yeah. So... Yes. There's a weird thing in Buddhist, um, I can vaguely remember it. I see it at the Asian Museum, mm-hmm. the Smithsonian, the, the Smithsonian yeah. Asian Museum. There's okay. um, like a Buddhist part and there's like a, I forget what it was, but it's like the, like, it's like the 20 signs of like, you're like the purest form. And the one thing that really always stands out to me and really mm-hmm. freaks me out is when they talk about to, like that you're like the quintessential like ideal being is when your arms go past your knees and it's like why huh. why did why back then did they even think that your arms could go down that far so I don't know That's... this is like this is like making me think of like their arms are so fucking long like aliens I don't know <laughs> maybe that mm, good point maybe yeah I mean. Mm. Gross. You never know. You never know. Gross. Thanks. <laughs> I can't. If I ever remember, when I go back, I'll take a picture of it and I'll. Yes, please. We'll discuss because I'll probably have Savannah when she goes to the National Mall. I'll take a picture of it, but here we are. Yeah. I wish, I wish to discuss. I wish to see. Okay. Okay. So Jim continues. As soon as it noticed me, the mantis, with extreme speed, extended huge bony legs from beneath its robe and ran directly into and through the wall. He vibrated through that bitch. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing, but its feet made a clunking sound as it ran across the floor, confirming it was a solid object moving through the room. 
That's terrible because otherwise you could convince yourself it was a fucking night terror. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. So as it ran, I could see a strange red glow where its body had come in contact with the wall. At the same time, a door to a built-in wardrobe on the same wall rattled loudly as if it was hit by some kind of energy field. All this happened in only a few seconds, maybe even shorter, but I got a damn good look at this thing. At this point, the neighbor from the next door shouted, Oi, what's going on? <laughs> oh, so that did means it, it was loud enough that he, he heard, it. heard it. Did it run into the neighbor's apartment? Great question. I don't know. Okay. No idea. So the way this skeletal alien move was jerky and fast, like a huge scuttling beetle. Ugh. I was completely speechless. So many mixed emotions came at once. I was in awe. I was tired. I was shocked. I was confused. I was scared. But I was also relieved I wasn't dead. This is how intense these incidents are. I mean, it could have easily killed me. Nobody would ever know. And it's not as if the police are going to find my body and reach the quote unquote logical conclusion that, yep, he was killed by an alien. It made me think, how many people, if any, have been killed by aliens? This did not feel like a peaceful encounter. I woke up into a nightmare. I checked the time and it was roughly 2.45 a.m. As you can imagine, I stayed up for the rest of the night unable to go back to sleep. The next day, I tried to ask my brother if he noticed anything strange last night. He said that he didn't notice anything, so I didn't mention the mantis. I would get my head MRI'd, x-rayed. Mm. Yeah, I mean, also, though, you have to think, he's in England. You can't just go to the doctor and say, hey, I want a thing. You can't. You have to have a reason for the thing. Yep. And going in and saying, hey, I'm hearing a clicking noise in my head. Ain't it? Correct. Ain't it. So that sucks. Yeah. Um, as much yeah. as I'm like, oh, free health care. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I also like being able to go to the doctor whenever I want. Yep. For whatever you want. Yeah. Yep. So there's that. Um, so something something like that could only happen once, right? Like there, there's only one person that has the the delusion that mantis things are real, right? No, you said you already said you had two stories. Yeah. So I know. <laughs> Maybe that was part one and two, okay? No. Maybe that was two stories. Okay. So gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Our give next me. story begins with a man named Paul Froggett. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul, he also works in England. Oh, uh, at a dog food factory in Warwick. England. Yeah. So Paul works 12-hour shifts, and he had just finished one on July 16th, 2020. So this is no. pretty fucking recent. No. Pandemic. Uh-huh. Recent. Uh-huh. Stop. Yep. I cannot. I will tell you the story. Sorry, no. buddy. No, no, keep going. Oh. I'm not your buddy, pal. Here you are. Here you are. Don't you lie. You're my buddy and my pal. <laughs> no, you're supposed to go, I'm not your, I'm not your pal, buddy. friend. Yeah, I'm, oh. and I'm, yeah, no, you're supposed to, you don't know about, you never... No. No? Okay, I'll send you a TikTok later. It's fine. Okay, yes, please. Please okay. do. Okay. I gotta keep up and stay hip with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, Paul says, On a Thursday morning at 5 a.m., I was cycling home from work when I saw something odd in the sky. There are, in fact, pictures as well. Uh, it was a glowing orange sphere just hovering on the horizon. At first, I thought it must be like Venus or a satellite, but it seemed to be much closer than any of those other things. I stopped on my way to take some photos of the object, looking a fair bit bigger in person than visible in the photos. This is when the object started to move around and rotate in in shape. I could see it was circular with a part sticking out from the main body. When this started, I got the chills down my back and felt like there was something wrong here, so I hurried on my way to get home. 
As I kept cycling, I could swear the object was moving along my course, but I just told myself it must be some kind of optical illusion. Everything's okay. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Not real. I entered a wooded area and lost sight of the object. Usually, at this uh, at this time of morning, there's a chorus of bird song and insects, but the woods were dead silent. Uh, uh. As I cycled down the path, I came around a bend and saw something I will never forget. Standing a few meters ahead is what I can only describe as a humanoid praying mantis. The thing was at least seven feet tall, light green, with a triangular head and big oval black eyes. It had all the features of a mantis, but stood on two legs and somehow human-like shape about it. I was completely frozen with fear. For what felt like an age, it was probably only seconds, I stared into this creature's eyes and it stared back. I felt like it could read my mind and I could read its. My fear was replaced with a completely alien thoughts of utter hatred and evil I felt projected from this thing. I suddenly stepped out of its hypnotic kind of state and made a step back as if it was going to pounce hypnotic kind of state and it made a step back as if it was going to pounce on me. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, he got out of there, though. He's safe. Okay. He was able to tell his story. He's alive. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, he's fine. He's okay. okay. He's fine. So uh, those are the only two mentor stories I have for you. But I do, uh, I have a question for you, Katie. Uh, do answer. you know what DMT is? Well, Zoe says right here in your notes, mm-hmm. dimethylene tryptamine. Sure. Yeah. That thing. I've heard so, of it. I can't remember what it is. Okay, so it is an intensely psychoactive chemical that's actually the re- it's released when our when we die, like we have a little bit, and our body will release that shit when we die. So, like if you ever meet somebody who um, died and then was resuscitated, they'll always say, you know, like, oh, I saw something, or like I saw I saw a light at the end of a tunnel, or like my whole life flashed before my eyes, or whatever. That's real. That happens because as DMT is released, your brain is like fucking shit's crazy. Oh, so. so you so you like trip balls as yes. you're dying. Yes. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Right. Okay. Right. So people have learned how to synthesize that because that's what fucking humans do. Because right. of course it is. Of course right? we do. Of course we did. So so when you're on DMT, it causes intense visions. It can induce uh, its users to quickly enter a completely different environment. So it's it some people describe it as like going from one reality to another, like being able to like open up and see into another reality and interact with it because the hallucinations are so intense. You can't explore that entire new world that you're in because it fucks with your brain so bad. Wow. Right. I wanted to mention this for a specific reason. I found an article that I linked in my notes talking about people who take DMT always see mantis creatures. What? So here's one example that was emailed to the writer of this article. This kid's name's Corey. He said, uh, hi, Cliff, the creator of the article. Uh, I recently had my very first DMT experience. And I was, uh, and while I was aware of DMT and the elves, having read the spirit molecule, because you'll either see like mantis creatures or like elf-like creatures. That's really common. One of those two. Okay. So having read the spirit molecule when I was young, I hadn't remembered anything about mantis being mentioned. So after Googling what I experienced in my trip, it was crazy to learn that others have experienced these entities as well. In my experience, it started out in a black void at the center of which was a geometric eight-pointed star, like two overlaying squares, which rotated 45 degrees. The star had vague purple and green hints to it. 
at the center of this shape, I noticed a spiral of fractal pyramids, like an arm, like arms in a galaxy, growing and shrinking ad infinitum. As I focused my attention on these pyramids, it seemed as though I leaned in closer to them, and I was quickly transported through the center of the eight-pointed star where the pyramids were emerging from. The sound that accompanied this portion of the trip grew and grew and was deafening. Just when I thought I couldn't get it couldn't get louder, it stopped completely and I found myself in the most beautiful and familiar place outside of time in complete silence. It was in an organic and math-based, constantly evolving in a steady state as though I were in a cyclical Escher drawing. I'm googling it. I'm on it. I am on the okay, fucking thanks. case. Thanks, bud. <laughs> you want to know how to pronounce it or what it is? Both. Oh, okay. You know, like the affinity stairs where you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind uh, of thing. Yeah. For okay, like, cool. Where it's like the start of the stairs is actually the end of the stairs. It's just like. Yes. Yeah. Really, Got you. Really weird. And like everything is. Yeah. I don't know how to Everything is it. strange. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. But the guy, the guy made Escher. The stairs. He, he made that cylindrical, cyclical drawing bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay. So the colors were unlike anything I've ever seen before, and the overall geometry was white, with a darker grid pattern overlaid over the ever-evolving shapes. It's almost like its purpose was to make it clear to me that math played a, played a big part in how everything functioned. This experience was very sexual. What? With many beings, not human, but of primitive shapes, uh, cavorting and writhing in a landscape. They had luscious human lips and eyes. What? 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 What do you mean? Bro, I was digging this. I was sold. This was so into it until he was like, nah, they had luscious lips. They had sexual. Yeah. What did? The fucking shapes? What the fuck? Yeah, absolutely. It was the shapes, bro. Bro. I mean, people are just shapes all put together. Ask any artist. They're all just shaped I know. Together. I know. I just, I, I had a flashback to my freshman year of high school where it's like, you just draw the shape of the anti-shape you want to draw and it's all shapes. Fuck. Mm-hmm. It's all shapes. It's all shapes. I, anyways, I, all right. Yeah, we're almost done. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So suddenly I was joined by a mantis shaped creature, not of this world. Mantis like only in how the shape of its head and the angle and size of its body related to each other. I did not notice its appendages. It was calm and comforting, communicating to me through my thoughts. It had oversized humanoid eyes and an oversized mouth, which all felt tacked onto its head like a poor Photoshop job. (laughs) It grinned at me like a Cheshire cat and then showed me my mother and father, at which point I tried to look away. My vision drifted from left to right, away from my parents, and then it was over. And then, of course, at the end, he says, clearly, I need to work on my relationship with my parents. Smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, apparently uh, the mantis shows up in DMT-induced hallucinations a lot. Like that's not just like a singular instance. Like a lot of people are like, like nobody ever mentions like a spider or any other kind of bug. It's always a mantis. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I think that's a weird coincidence. That is a weird coincidence. And I wanted to share. To stop. Yeah. It sucks. Oh, I like it's almost like I want to take DMT to find no. out, but I also don't. <laughs> no. I also don't. Don't do yeah, not. No. Do not no. do that. No, not. But like it's very bad for you. <laughs> but like curiosity. But like no. Yeah, 
I, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. I understand where you're coming from. Thank you. But, like, don't. <laughs> no, I won't. But, like... <laughs> God, it'd be cool, right? It'd be fun. It'd be cool. They just hang with the mantis. Wow, sup, buddy? <laughs> okay, I learned. I that's why that's when uh, you said uh, you're gonna learn today. I sure as fuck mm-hmm. did. All right, yeah. show me. Merry Christmas. I hope that guy wasn't riding his bike and smoking DMT. Nah, hopefully not. I don't think so. He just got off a twelve-hour shift at work. Nobody would be like, I'm going to go in the parking lot and do some drugs. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see that red glowing ball thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it follows him. The DailyStar.co.uk horrified dog food factory workers. Wait, hang on. Go away. Go ahead. Horrified dog food factory worker. Saw seven foot telepathic alien mantis while cycling home. That's yeah, the name of the article. Poor guy. I feel for him. He had a bad time. I hate it. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for listening about the mantis boys and yep. girls. I'm going to go out and touch some grass. Hopefully yeah, I don't it's probably run a good into, idea. I don't run into a mantis. Oh, my God. There's going to be a mantis, like, outside your apartment. You're going to scream. Don't say that. Don't not, like a, not like a mantis person, just a mantis. I saw there's a leaf bug hanging outside my apartment for a while. <laughs> it's a leafy boy. I, I always try to grab him. <laughs> Senor leaf. <laughs> okay. 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 Great. This was good. Yeah, it was. This was fun. Should do it again sometime soon. Like next week. I can tell you all about uh, all about uh Fort Worth and Dallas. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Arlington. You know all the places with a little haunted shit. Oh yeah. Right next to Arlington. And so So, every time you say Arlington, there's an Arling there's an Arlington next to me. So I'm like, You're coming here? No, if only. Maybe sometime soon. Garrett and I were talking about coming to visit. Might come visit. Okay. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, we good? We solid? Yeah. We square? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I've done all. I've I've said all my words about the mantoids. You did great. Okay. All right. So if you want to check us out, please be sure to head over to our website at www.hauntherbillyknowher.com. We have a contact page. You can also drop a suggestion that we will cover if there's enough material for it. You can also check us out on our social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter at. H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. I'm on Instagram. Zoe's on Twitter. Woo. And that is all she wrote. Yes, it is. Okay. Great. Beautiful. Good talk. Best talk. Great talk. All the talk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or any of those mantis people. Ugh. With their long forearms. Ugh. I got, ugh, I got cold chills. Ugh.